to down your unders. Down your unders. Review and dissection of content from some of the sharpest minds in the game. Hosted by Adam Camilleri. Art of War. Down Under. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode uh, 64 of the Art of War Down Under podcast. My name is Adam Camilleri. I am joined by the wonderful Peter the Falcon. Hello, sir. Kaka! How you doing? There buddy? it is. There it is, in all its vintage glory. Vintage, it's vintage yeah. Oh, God. Glory, we're getting that. I'm so old. <laughs> Me too. Vintage, uh, we're man. here to do the fifth of our stats episodes. Now, this should be coming out at episode 64. The only reason it may not come out at episode 64, and it may be episode 65, if you listen to the scratch in your head, is because uh, I get the Black Templar decks in, in, in time Ooh. enough to release it. Ooh. Which I'm... Oh, I have I have learned some things about that book, and my God, is it going to be good? It's going to be very good. It sounds good. It sounds good. I mean, we yeah. get the uh, uh, based off this recording, we should get the like first uh, full previews tomorrow night, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, my yep. time at least. So, uh, but I've already like I know people that have already gotten it on their hands, and while they're not being super open, um, you know, I'm hearing some things. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a chat with one of my mates about it who had a pre-release and we I, I just he just said oh, i just pick my brains on the things you know what you know what we should be looking at when we, we look at to see if this is good or not i'm like all right all right all right uh how many how many uh primaris crusaders can you take in a squad yeah cool 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 all right now is there any way to give them an invo and he told me about one of the vows that gives them an invo like okay yeah. shit, do they still have five plus feel no pain litany he's like yes they do i'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah five up, up invo and a five up feel no pain litany pretty pretty good pretty on, good. on 20 on 20 dudes it might 20 not dudes. be great but it sounds exciting, even if it's not going to be that good. Yeah, um, well, and who knows what'll happen uh, once we get some point changes for some other units? Uh, could make uh, could make for yeah. a spicy meatball. Spicy, in spicy, in particular. indeed. Um, but yeah, so th- that's why this one might be coming out as, as sixty-five. It might be sixty-four. We'll just see if I get the, my little hands on that deck because I'm pretty excited about it. And that episode should be coming out with me and and Jack Harpster. Um, I thought he was the only man, uh, apart from I think it was it's Ben Sherwin, who's Ben Sherwin had, had been doing the Black, the Black Templar business, yeah. But he uh, he dropped him like their heart and jumped onto the Drakari and uh, Drakari bandwagon. And, said, and ah, then Grey Knights. Now he's on Grey Knights. Exactly. He's exactly. All well, over you know, exactly right. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do that to us. You're gonna do us like that. Well, you know, I'm yeah. moving on. You're gonna do us dirty <laughs> like that. We're no, fine. Nothing, but, nothing but love, Mr. Sherwin. He was actually on for the the Grey Knights episode as well. But anyway. Enough, enough foreplay. Um, we're here to do a stats episode, and we're doing a stats Never episode enough. now because it's a it's been enough time that we've got enough digits and enough games logged that we can accurately talk about where T Suns and Grey Knights are and give a better perspective on Orcs. Orcs mm. had come out. It's been uh, it's been eleven weeks since we did this um, last one, and Orcs were out then, but not in not their actual one. That was the they had the Beast Snagger box with the pre-release codex crap yeah. in it, um, and so we couldn't accurately because not everybody got to use them. Um, so that's that's the big movers and shakers that are coming at this one. But to tell you a little bit about Art of War Down Under, this is a review podcast. Most likely, when I have content to review, when it's not, it's a variety show. You get a bit of everything. I give you some um, player interviews, you know, some uh, player spotlights. I do some meta analysis. I do some stats episodes, like I'm doing with um, the Falcon. I do some Codex retrospectives. I do a bit of everything, but primarily when I have new content to review, that's our modus operandi. That's what we do. And this is a two-part podcast. First part comes out on Tuesday mornings on the Competitive 40K Network, where you can find all your Art of War goodness, uh, the Art of War 
vanilla vintage Art of War. I'm going to use that word a lot now. And uh, the art, wonderful Art of War Unbroken. And who knows, maybe some exciting new shows in the, in the works as mm. well for the competitive 40K network. Um, and you go over to the, for, the Art of War 40K.com and you can purchase the second part of all, all these wonderful podcasts. Or you can go over to Patreon and just search uh, Art of War Down Under and you can jump in and get involved with us there. Now, the perks of um, patronage on uh, the patron is of course you get to ask questions of us and um in part two of this we're going to be uh unpacking a bunch of listener questions based on stats some people want to know specific stats or win rates for their their own specific specific factions and we try and dig those up where we can and of course that's really is on peter's shoulders to do that so whether he does or not it's up to him but yeah ask questions of us we can review your lists we can talk about any anything you really want we kind of had whatever candid discussion you guys want what are our true impressions of the game do we think xyz is toxic um, you know, does Val really, really need those glasses, etc.? Mm, um, no, all no, sorts he does of stuff. Not. He definitely does not. Um, so yeah, jump over and get involved if you so please. But stats time, baby, stats time. So this is the fifth of these episodes, and what we do is every couple of months, uh, Peter and I sit down and do a stats episode with the, all the amazing figures that he curates um, through. Uh, lovingly provided by BCP. Very much thank you to, to Best Coast Pairings and ITC Battles app, as well as Down Under Pairings. I don't know if you're onto some of the other ones, some of the European ones. What's I use them all. I, I, yeah. I, Tabletop TO, um, Tourney Keeper, um, handed, handed in sheets of loose leaf, because um, that's all Scotland knows how to yeah. use. Napkins. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, smoke napkin, signals. I've, I, I've submitted times. basically yeah. everything. And as COVID has kind of been not going away but like trending downward in some places we're we're getting it back and we're getting bigger events in germany and poland and such so i'm getting to go back into all those things that i hadn't had to use in a while um <laughs> some of them are awful and i'm just is it, real is it sad pun 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 is uh the yep. one that the alliance open uses um it's, and it's rough i it's rough I to pull the data but you yeah. know, like I know that I could, I could really ask the Alliance guys super nicely, and I'm sure they'd make uh, it look yeah. at least semi decent for me. Um, Turning keeper is a pain, and uh, mm. Poland and like Germany and stuff. When they do that, I'm just real sad. I'm just like, guys, like, <laughs> please don't. We deserve don't, better. Don't do um, that. But but yeah, and so we have a live, living, you know, ever updating faction ladder, and we rank the factions in representation um, by their pretty much their win. Uh, their win percentage and we we put them through from c tier b tier a tier to s tier um and we've done that for uh, five this is the fifth time we're going to do it and as it stands i'm just going to read you off the faction ladder as it stands right now um and we're about to update it so in our c tier we have gsc raven guard gray knights which is interesting uh, imperial fists blood angels t suns guard and chaos knights already there's like Two factions there, I expect to be well and truly out of there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you've got two that um, have gotten some recent updates that have definitely, but at least pulled them out of C. Um, one of them, I think it's gone up. Uh, the stocks are quite high. Uh, the other, middling, but like not terrible anymore. Stocks. So. And funnily enough, even Blood Angels, I expect. I don't. I don't expect to see in C tier, but I wouldn't be surprised if they are. They, it's it's unfortunate with Blood Angels, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, uh, B tier as it sits right now uh, has Tau, Necrons, Orcs, Tyranids, Ultramarines, Craftwood Elder, Imperial Knights, Iron Hands, White Scars, Chaos Demons, Salamanders, Space Wolves, Chaos Space Marines, and Black Templars. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And that is our thickest band. That was the thickest band as of last time. It was funny. I believe it was the one before this. I think it was three months before this. The thickest band was in the A tier, which was quite interesting. Um, but this one, the thickest band was in the, the B tier. Um, mm -hmm. In the A tier, we have uh, Custodes, 
uh, Death Guard, Harlequins, Dark Angels, Death Watch, and Sisters. Mm-hmm. And I think we had Sisters listed as a tweener at the time of this. Um, I believe I recall Sisters were listed because they're, they're, they're a little bit of bracket apart. I think mm-hmm. they were they were sitting between. They hadn't coalesced into – we couldn't determine which one they were in. And then Estia was a Drakari and Admech. And that had, that, that had held strong for the previous episode as well. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I think this was the episode where sisters came out, the, the one we did before this. Um, and we, yes. we actually had two or three months of sisters data and we just couldn't, they sat right between, they were better than a, but not as good. They were like an S minus or an A. Yeah. They were like, you had John Lennon showing uh, what they could do. Mm. And, and after we did that episode, you know, Matt Robertson went on a quite the streak in the UK with them. Um, yep. um, and yeah, so like they definitely showed that they could hang with the big boys, um, but like Admech was just such a strong, strong book that they like, yeah, they you couldn't say like undoubtedly this is the best, uh, like in the in that bracket because it was only very specific people that that were you mm. know, making it competitive. It's, it's really interesting this where sisters sit even now, and I think we're probably going to speak to it yeah. again. They um, they're not where they one. used to be, like, the, it's still a great codex, but some recent releases have really hurt them, yeah. And it's in, in one in particular, in that we. We classify an S tier codex when they can only be beaten by other S tier codexes. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, like the mm-hmm. only the only like counters they have exist in the, the same strongest bracket. counters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's that's why I thought Sisters would never break through because I felt like Sisters and Drukari was like to like, but Drukari was a little bit better because they had a little, they were just a little bit faster and they had like just ten percent more stuff, yeah. so to speak. Um, and I felt like Drukari always kind of had the nuts on Sisters, and it might not always be the case, but that's my general feel about it. I think the stats even back that up. Um, oh yeah, but man, let's let's jump in and get the party started. But before we do that, plug yourself, dude. I didn't give an opportunity to tell us some of the amazing things you do. Where can that people find some of these stats online if they were to go looking? Yeah, sure. So um, I, I run a website, 40kstats.com, where I try to keep up uh, week to week with um, like every event that's been run at a GT or a higher level. I track win rates. I track um, like average VP per game, whether won or lost. I track. Um, you know, sub factions, what people are actually using that's actually working in lists. I, um, and then I also like track top fours for every event. Um, I, like recently I was on vacation, so I fell a little bit behind. You'll notice that the stats are mostly up to date. I'm, I've only got one or two events I need to to up uh, to upload to the site in terms of statistics um, as to the like the top fours. I need to spend a good day and uh, finish catching that up because I'm about like two weeks behind there. But like it's it's all small stuff. Um, and and yeah, so you'll be able to see just like how every faction performs currently in like the competitive meta. Um, you can really drill down if you want. I do upload um, like an Excel spreadsheet um, with all the pairings in it if you want to you know play with it yourself. Um, I don't do anything super fancy because um, it sometimes like I don't want it to be too complicated for people. I want it uh, if you want to make it uh, if you want to go the extra mile, you can do it yourself type thing. Um, but yeah, that's really about it. Um, yeah, yeah, fair, amazing, appreciate it, and I I love your work, dude. So let's kick off. Let's start off with that C tier. What have we got? C tier, C tier, C tier. Okay. Um. So our first C tier faction, um, and this should come as no surprise, and it's it's an it's not a change uh, from previous. Um, those poor, poor Imperial fists. Um, <laughs> very few no... people are very few people are playing them. Like so, let's yeah. like we've only got you know in the last 
probably what three months worth of data basically since uh, i'm going to use um ba- post orcs gray knights and thousand suns only in this uh, data set by the way yep. uh, because that's where it's relative uh, relevant relevant yeah um you know they have a 36 percent win rate it's the lowest win rate in the game if you don't count um you know uh, like warhound titans um <laughs> So like yeah, thirty six percent win rate. Their average first round loss is like one point four. Um, yeah. Like they don't hit T whip at all. It's just like it's a it's. They're oh, in sorry, a real apologies. Bad place. Let's talk about some of these um, acronyms and some of these things we throw out because we. I, I remember the last time we did this show, we had quite a few people in the chat in the the comment section asking what T whip stands for. Oh, we yes, should do, okay. we should define that before we get cracking. Yeah. Okay, so T whip is a really important statistic. It's my favorite. Um, oh, that, that an average first round loss. The thing about using just win rates is it doesn't provide a full picture as to how how well a faction's performing because it could be that they're yeah. losing early in an event and then you know they steam they steamroll everybody else. Um, or they could be the opposite. You could have factions with low win weights that are still winning events. So TWIP, it's a tournament uh, tournaments in winning position. Um, it tracks how many games a faction um, spends. Um, at a 4-0 or better win rate um, yeah. at an event. So, like, how many games do they go before they suffer their first loss, or if they go undefeated, um, compared to everybody else? So, mm. if you have, uh, let's say, you have 200, um, 200 games that have gone to that limit uh, across all the tournaments that, that we've seen played over a period of time, and 50 of them um, are Drukari. So that they would have a T-whip percentage of 25% because they make up yeah. twenty in, in 25% of all of the games that have been played, um, there's been a Drukhari list. Um, exactly right. And then, so you can look at that and then you can compare it to how many people are bringing Drukhari um, and you can say, okay, well, this faction's performing better or worse than, say, anybody else. Um so that's a that's a really important statistic for me. And the other one, average first loss. This is just what it is. It's the average time um, a, a faction, uh, the, the average round a faction loses, takes uh, its first would, loss. would take its first loss in an event. Um, if everything were equal, if you had like a perfect curve in an event, the average first loss for any faction would 2. be two point five or three. Two point oh five. Yeah. So yeah. almost just just above two. It, that would yeah. be if everybody, if you had you know the exact amount of people that you know across the board, it would be two point oh five. Um, so when we look at when I look at that, I'm looking for factions that are between one point nine and like two point one. They're generally factions that are decently balanced. You know, the ones on the mm-hmm. lower end, they like they can still win events. Um, and then the ones on the higher end are probably winning more and more, or at least hitting those top fours more frequently. Yeah. Um, and then once you get like higher than 2.1, 2.2, 2.3, you start getting into, okay, these factions are incredibly good and uh, to problematic. We've, we've seen way higher than that in recent history, haven't we? Yes, yes. So like yeah. prior to, uh, we always go back to this, but prior to the uh, Space Marines 2.0, Iron Hands, whole, and Raven Guard uh, kind yeah. of fiasco. End of, like last six end months of eighth, of eighth edition, yeah. toxic insane insanity yeah um, like our best average first round losses were about a 2.3 you had like gene Steeler cults yeah. would be yep. up there at a 2.3 um a couple other factions would like, go up and down then iron hands hit um and between them and raven guard they were frequently between like 2.6 and 2.9 which is and every and crazy. what was worse about that was because they were so so prevalent in the meta everyone yes. else's went down yeah, by um, a lot. So you would have them yeah. sitting at, um, you know, they would be, you know, ten percent of the meta for each of those two factions, and they and but they would be so high, and we've seen that 
uh, in the last uh, six months, really now, almost seven, um, maybe even seven between Drukari and Admech, where they have like Admech before their, their, their big nerf, um, they broke three for a yeah. while for yep. several weeks. Yep. They were above three. Uh, Drukari have been between 2.8 and three for the entirety of the six months. Um, so, you know, we have two factions that are just like absurdly and, higher than everybody and yeah. else. And that's uh, that's generally when I talk about what I when I think that something is toxic. It's when it not only is a well and beyond what is reasonable for its first round loss, but also decreases everyone else's across the board. That's when it gets yeah. impressive and it's displacing other factions ability to contend to contest. Exactly. Because um, you can say there's like an there's like a Caladius grav tank in the meta that makes custodies skyrocket but doesn't necessarily displace that many other factions abilities exactly but then you have a whole book that does that and all of a sudden everyone else's ability to play the game just diminishes um yeah. you can almost say everyone's everyone else's ability to enjoy the game diminishes depending on on, on what you want to what, how, how, if you want to go down that <laughs> yeah, rabbit hole really um yeah. but imperial fists they're just um, the I mean, worst for, garbage they're just if you they are the worst. Awful. If you are playing them right now, it's because you're a, you're a bit of a champion or you're a masochist. I'm not going to yeah, shame you on either one of those. You're yep. both. Are you hundred <laughs> percent? Like uh, what else? <laughs> like they're just bad, and I feel bad for everybody that plays them because like you're basically playing Codex Space Marines with nothing else. Like you're, nothing. you're getting literally no other bonus playing this faction, that, unless you're playing three into suppressors, in which case you know God rest God help your soul. Yeah. Um, you're you're like not playing with any special rules. You're playing no, no. no there's nothing that they do that you have a lieutenant that that's also anything. a captain, I guess. Yeah. So congrats, kudos for that. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's so rough for them. It is. Uh, what's next? What else in CTA? Um, Astra Militarum. Just oh like, wow! They can't. They can't do it, guy. They can't do it. They 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 really even can't do it um, when they're when they're friends with anybody. Um, so they're really struggling. Um, guard have in the last, uh, like little over two months, um, they have an average first round loss of 1.56. So just barely higher than our poor Imperial fist buddies. Um, their win rate has dropped, um, to a 38%. Um, you know, like just, just what, hit, what, what hit them again? I, I, I've got some things that I think hit them again, but what do you think? Well, because they're, they're uh, already they're already in the dumps, and now they're just being like set on you had, fire. You had three factions that they could compete with that got codexes. Then now they got right? them, right? Yeah, that, right? that's what and I, that's what I was going to say. Can't. Like orcs. If you want to talk, and do you want to talk about playing freebooters into an army where you are just like I might as well be plus one to hit all game because you're always yeah. going to have ten guards in for me to pick up with this dagger jet, and yeah. it's just like, congrats, just just play it plus one, mate. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> they do have one t- uh, representation in T whip, and it was a very skewed, like mixed list that was like a you know a thousand points of guard. So they weren't even a mono guard, right? There was like a thousand points of guard with a knight or something, and they yeah. that that's really been it. Um, so they've really really struggled. Um, yeah, they're definitely down in the dumps, and and uh, like one thing you'll notice is the majority of these things that I'm considering C tier, like at this point now, it's stuff that has not gotten their ninth edition codex. They're, they haven't gotten and, kind and, of and their eighth edition codex is pushing four years of age. Yeah, like pushing four years old. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no surprises here. Um. What's up next? Uh, Tau. Same yep. boat as yep. Guard. Yep. No surprises there. Thirty-eight <laughs> percent win rate, just like Guard. Um, they've dropped. Ever- they. They were the they were the lowest B tier faction. Yeah, now. they now, were. Now they're a middling C tier, and that was mostly because, um, like Richard Spot Siegler C- and Siegler, yeah. um, like Ben Neal, they kind of went on a bit of a run. Um, Will Albles, Abelez, uh went on a bit well, of a run with like a Farside Enclaves list that was when doing they were okay. just 
when they were just having to contend with Drakari, I think mm-hmm. they had some options. Yes. Because they could just play the castle. They could just play the gun line and be like, well, I'm going to get a good score because you can't close. And if you close, I actually punch you well enough in combat with this bodyguard unit that I can I can punch myself out. Yeah. But then Admech came in and they can't do a damn thing. Like, oh, no. you, you wear, wear a better gun line than you with fights last million units, bombers, and like, just just go, go away. Delete, yeah. delete, delete. Um, they so can't hang. Absolutely brutal, bad, not good times for them. All right, um, next up. Next up, um, be Raven Guard. Yeah. So Raven Guard are interesting. They don't have a lot of players. They, their average first loss is is a one point nine. So like they can actually get somewhere. They they did have um like one list hit T Whip recently, um at an event. Um, it went five uh, zero, I believe, before it suffered its first loss. So like there is a capability there. The problem with Raven Guard is um there are a bunch of codexes that do what they do way better. Yep. So what you're frequently seeing is Raven Guard lists that are essentially Space Wolf lists. Like they w- yes. go Born Heroes and Whirlwind of Rage. And yep. then they go like two and three, one and four, where the Space, lift, Space Wolf list will go three and two, four and one. Maybe you'll get a Jaime style player that can make it work better. Yeah. Um, Jaime Paris. So yeah, their, aver- their average first loss, 1.9. Not terrible, but when, like when you look at um, their win percentage, at, once again, a 38, 38% win rate. Yeah, terrible. Um, like the... They're just, they're struggling. They're not where they need to be. I also find there's a lot of their stratagems and their wall of traits are predicated on the ability to redeploy outside of your deployment zone. It, there are so many armies that can block you doing that now. One yeah. unit of Mandrakes, you know, there's, there's so many things. That, and then so many other things that can redeploy away from you when you do that. You position up here, well, I'm just going to redeploy elsewhere and, and nullify. There, yeah. yeah. And so I feel like a lot of things they do just don't yeah, do what a- they're supposed to. Like uh, there's a few there, like, space Marines are in a weird spot where like you can, if you're willing to, uh, you know, paint your iron hands blue, you can definitely <laughs> make, make certain, certain, uh, certain parts of it work. But now that we're seeing the age of some of the, um, and the, like some of the FAQs to them as well, um, the age of some of the, the supplements, they just, they just can't hang because there's just a better yeah. version of power armor. Yeah. So Renegade Knights, average first loss of 1.56, you know, right down there with the Tau and a guard, et cetera, win rate of 39%. Um, they have had some mixed lists do okay. Um, you know, just, I think the last time we did this, we talked a little bit about this, like Morty plus Knights list that yeah. was doing fine. Um, there are people talking about like Renegade Knight Megaras as trying to deal with um, uh, like the Stratoraptor situation because they can be up to damage five. But like, I think it's more of a pipe dream than anything else because like one Knight Megara is not going to carry your list. Um, no, not at all. Um, yeah. I think that's the, the Bellacore discussion is a little bit interesting because uh, I thought there was the Bellacore and Knights list might be a thing. And I thought that was a natural pivot away from Morty when Morty lost um, yeah. Warp Time. Yeah, and we kind of saw a little bit of that at, at Charity Hammer. Uh, there was a fellow Tanner uh, Hebert that he was the guy that actually had kind of really tried to make Morty plus uh, Knights work. He had tried um, Bellacor plus like whatever I can't remember now eight or nine uh, Armagers, and it definitely seemed to have legs. But there was also just a lot of matches where he just got rolled. Um, yeah, so it's it's hard to like. We haven't seen it in a competitive uh, in a competitive format work 
So. And none of the things none of the things we just mentioned are mono renegade knights. No, <laughs> no, you, them, so. you really can't make mono. Uh, <laughs> unlike their their uh, their brothers, which there seems to be a list like their good brothers. There seems to be a list that's working. Renegade knights don't well, have that's, that. Well, they have another layer of rules, don't they? They just have a whole supplement worth of rules on top. Yeah, either and in did Freeblade get a, or in Raven. Yeah, yeah, you got it. So they have like a ninth edition glow up that uh, glow up that's helped them a little bit. Anything else in Cetia? I would say. Um, uh, I think the next two, I would, I would say, are um, on the cusp, and only because, like, I think as mono faction, one of them is a C tier army. Um, that would yep. be Craftworld Eldar. Um, but they're much better once you're allowed to ally them yeah. with something, because yeah. you can make a like a, a, like eleven hundred points of Craftworld super work. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is Blood Angels, because I think Blood Angels have only shown that they're capable of working on a very particular format. Um, oh, it's only yeah. been a couple yeah. people that have done it. Um, otherwise, Blood Angels, um, their win rate is worse than Raven Guards. Um, <laughs> really? They have a, like, yeah, they're sitting at a 38% win rate. Their um, their average first loss is 1.58. They do have several lists that have hit T-Whip. Like, they do make up three, uh, 2% of uh, all T-Whip, mostly because of uh, Jack Harpster. And um, yeah. at the latest uh, GW event, uh, what was his name? There was a fellow that basic, that took Jack's list. Uh, from the previous yep. GW event, and yep. did manage to go six zero with it uh, before he took. And his it was first also loss. and and prior to Jack um, Junior was flying. That Junior Flay, he was doing yeah. really well with them in California. Uh, that's really uh, because California is just a bad meta now. Um, <laughs> if, we're, if we're being honest, I just want to say that because they love when I say that. Like um, they do, they just adore it. Everyone in California that listens to your podcast, they will definitely comment that Peter is right. <laughs> Our meta is super soft now. We used to be strong, but then Brandon Grant had a baby, and now we can't hang. Um, please refer all complaints to 40 Center <laughs> at gnl.com. Please uh, refer all complaints to Val Heffelfinger. Val Heffelfinger <laughs> at Frontline Gaming. At FrontlineGaming.org. Uh, um, all right, so <laughs> we're hitting the B tiers now. Yeah, and so like I would say our first B tier... Um, yep. Blood Angels is probably our first B tier. Their win rate is so terrible, but like but they, have they the can, they yeah. have the T whip, so they can potentially hang um, in the right hands. Um, if you can mind control your your Drukari opponent into moving all their raiders directly in front of you and not doing <laughs> anything, so that you can wrap them yep. and kill everything inside, Blood yep. Angels can hang. Turns out, um, <laughs> turns out, if you if your opponent can make the biggest uh, mistake possible in your game, yeah. you will always win. Um, and and like uh, Nick Nadavati has proven that multiple times. If you've ever oh, watched yeah, the there's, there's streams of it, yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's like four or five games in a row where he plays Jack and goes, "Hey, if I move my guys here, you're just going to yeah. do this and kill me." And Jack yeah. says, "Yeah," and, and, and goes ahead and just does like, it. "Cool, well, this is what I'm going to do." And, then, <laughs> and so it has to be mind control. Um, <laughs> it's the only possible yeah. explanation. Hypnosis. Yeah, hypnosis. Um, what's up next in BTR? Um, we already kind of talked a little bit about Craftworld Eldar because, like, they're a bad codex. Well, I, I except... put them in. I put them in C, and I put brackets B tier with with soup. Yeah. yeah. So, so then I would say our next up is probably going to be um, Ultramarines as a B tier army. So, uh, yep. Ultramarines had the like Ultra Memes list um, yeah. that had been doing well that John was running, and we had several. Colin Sherman ran it uh, to a win. Um, but one thing we've seen with Ultra Memes as the game has um kind of been pushed forward now with orcs gray knights and thousand sons is it's a list that struggles now with those armies mm. yep. um like being able to ignore line of sight with uh, orcs means that all of your chaff that you generally use to score points just doesn't yep. live 
Like it's yep. just all dead. So you're now relying on, um, you know, uh, four to six dreadnoughts, essentially. Uh, the Invictors don't survive either. So you're, li- no, you're really surviving. Yeah. On, you're living on four dreadnoughts. Yeah, wow. Actually, because Wasbomb, um, um, the Mega Cannon Mech Guns, and the... Is it the not the dragsters the the shock of dragsters all have rockets too? Yeah, like it's, exactly right. They all smash invictors to bits, don't they? Yeah. So the invictors just die, um, and uh, like the, your rocket trucks pick up everything else. So like it, it's a terrible matchup. And um, you're taking a single you're taking a single psyker in that list usually for the five plus in yeah. which is a a terrible pick against T Suns who just get auto fifteen points against you now. Yeah, and, and you can't take a boar against take them. a boar against Grey Knights. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So it's just bad, bad, bad against these last so, three lists. It's and so I've been seeing a, like a good number of people picking up ultra memes. Um, they've been picking them up since John and Colin's success. Um, yeah. But now it's like a, a one and four, two and three list. Yeah. Sometimes they get lucky and they go three and two, but like if you if you get fly too close to the sun with that list, you're gonna get hammered down because there are now you know five codexes that just want to see you run that. It's just perfect for them. I think that list is just Death Watch or nothing now. Death Watch or bust. If you're gonna go that Uh, archetype, Death Watch or Iron Hands, I think are the only two that can really make it. Oh, true. Yeah, Iron Hands can make it swing for sure. Yeah, sure. Because Iron Um, Hands don't need the the librarian is nice in Iron Hands. They don't technically. Yeah. Right. Exactly right. Um. So yeah. So ultramarines. Poopy dupes. Um, next in B tier, um, we'll go with Tyranids. Interesting. Uh, is this the, the shines finally dropped off the Demacarons? Is that is that what's happened? Yeah, well, Demacarons kind of fell off with uh, Drukhari because once people were like, well, I need to tech for Drukhari, they, they basically tre- tech to kill Demacarons. So yeah, the Demacaron exactly. no longer worked. You're seeing some decent stuff with uh, Hero Jewels and like Hiveguard combos, but like they're not. Unless you're, you know, Alex McDougal and you're playing, you know, north of California, which is somehow softer. Like it's, uh, like, and once you get to that Vancouver area, um, <laughs> like you're Nothing really running. Seals. You're like, yeah, like Yikes. there's there's just Alex killing people and loving it. And be, like, if they could just hold a few more events, he 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 wouldn't be able to lose best in faction uh, hive mind. Uh, <laughs> but you yeah, are like, such a savage. I do not, I, I do not approve or condone any of the opinions of, of Peter. The listen, Falcon. you've unleashed, you've unleashed something that's been inside me. I haven't done like when, when we did stat center, I used to be like this and it's coming. It's all coming haze people out. Oh, I remember the all backlash. You do please do not say anything about Texans on my show. I remember the backlash you got on that one. There's they're fine. Uh, they're fine. They have nothing to say good. about it. Like they've, yeah, they've good. like Colin McDade has been absolutely killing it with orcs. Oh, he's um, a killer. He's a stone cold killer. Um, but anyway, um, uh, regardless, Tyranids not in the best place. They have had a couple T whip scores, mostly out of Alex McDougal. It's it's all cracking Chronos shenanigans. The uh, and he's t- he, but he's hive mind. Uh, uh, what he, does, one he does he does do mixed. Mind, he yeah. takes you know a couple hundred yeah. points of of GSC. Um, but regardless, like they still have a, a you c- they can still surprise you. Like Eric Lathuris recently, you know, went the, undefeated with a, yeah, a, a list. He, he rolled at random, so obviously he was playing in a tough uh, <laughs> a tough meta as well. <laughs> well, um, they um they still have all the tools needed to get a good score. Yes, you can still get a very good score with them. Mm-hmm. Winning is is uh, you know not always a winning is a lo- you, is a lot harder. But yeah, yeah, they can, they can the, get a this, good score. Is a good way they to get play. amazing score. That, 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 that's something at least, which you can't and, say for things like Tower, things like Guard. No, exactly, and that's kind of why Necrons are also a B tier army, um, and like low B tier. 
unfortunately. Yeah, they're officially low B tier now. Where were yeah. they? They were they were they were in the B tier last time as well. But I think yeah. they're in the they're almost in free fall. Um, they have I don't they have progressively like they have they have the unfortunate uh you know uh placing of being the first codex of ninth edition yes, and a lot of exactly. the stuff a lot of the stuff that they put into that codex to make it a really cool codex and function in a way that wasn't overpowered um they just forgot about uh going forward says, oh, we had restraint at this point yeah. ah let's not worry about that <laughs> yeah the core keyword can do restraint? something let's make yeah. sure the necron codex doesn't have it <laughs> five um, options for necrons and then the yeah. entire space ring book comes out with like 80 no core yeah. options and then we're like, like okay well, and so people are like you know that makes sense you know space rings yeah, they're, they're really flexible and so then you know admet comes out and it's got like 84 keywords on top of core <laughs> uh, but all of them get all the same buffs so what's it matter <laughs> what um, does it matter yeah, yeah it doesn't anyway, matter. Uh, the, the only thing they did they did about Admech was make sure catafrons weren't broken. Uh, lucky, lucky. Yeah, for well, us. exactly right. They were the, that was one of the best things in the last book, in my yeah. estimation. And uh, then, yeah, they just like, yeah, we'll kill that bit, and everything else is going to be ape shit. Um, now, right. Necron's still um, like the second most popular, third most popular army in the game. Um, in the game, yeah, I, I do the stats every week for Thursday show, and there's tons of Necron players yeah. every week. It's it's uh, Drukhari, then Death Guard, then Necrons. This is if you split out Marines. Um, yeah, and Marines, but Marines have been taking a hit every week. I see they go down That's, like another like yeah. half a percentage point in terms of yeah, how many same. people are playing yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, but Necrons still strong there, forty three percent win rate. Um, average first loss one point seven seven, not terrible. Decent T whip, I want to say like they're at a three percent for T whip. Um, you got people like Dick Vanderharst um, who has been doing well with them at like the Alliance Just, area. What a name. What yeah, a name. I, oh, I know. Like, I wish. Yeah. I could only wish. I mean, I'm sure it translates I, I wish, to something yeah. terrible. I mean, if but, I was like if I was like a friend of ours who just decided to give himself a damn name, you know, we could all yeah. be a Dick Vanderhast. Um like if you know, back in the day, ten years ago, when I thought up the Falcon, if I had known that Dick Vanderhast was going was to be an option. An option <laughs> I don't know what my call would be. I don't know what I would be like squawking when I first uh, started. But I mean, it is what, what it is. Would you Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, like it, it's it's a it's a it's a list that can win games. It has a hard time winning tournaments. Um, we have had one list go undefeated um, in the last two months with Necrons. But it's a yep. like it, it's the way they build them. It's just like I'm going to score. 90 to 100 points um and uh that is it but i'm not going to kill any of your stuff so if you're good at killing my stuff i'm gonna lose and then i just really hope i don't hit that army that does that it's real boring stuff i gotta say and it's quite it's quite disheartening to play uh you know event in event out you're just going to be like why am i here um but i'm he's going to be my call for i don't see this enough from necron players it's obvious that playing a mono detachment or mono uh, dynasty doesn't work. You know why? Because you've got a forty-three percent win rate. Break the dynasty, get some Novok or get some Nihilok or get some expansionist or get some. Just mix it up. Just try mm-hmm. some stuff because whatever's happening at the moment is only getting worse. Um, did I forget Gene Steeler Colts when we did C tier? I think I, I was about to say. I was like, did somebody secretly like just smash a bunch of events with GSE? But, no, but they they they're just terrible. They're just the they're worst. Just, where actually, are they? Are they? They have a the 1.4. Uh, they're the, basically the same as Imperial. Uh, they're, they have okay. a worst average first loss than Imperial Fists at 1.42. Their win rate is okay because, like, the three people that are still trying to play them, there's one of them that's doing okay. Um, 
yeah, a win rate of 47%, but it's, there's like nobody playing them and there's no reason to, they're just awful. Everybody. I know oh. if you're a fan of Gene Steeler cults, just stop. Um, oh man. I mean, I like, I hear Octarius when it does come out, um, will be, we'll be, like, we'll be kind to him. We'll be very kind to Tyranids, which means that Gene Steeler cults will probably get a nice little, you know, thumbs up, but God right now, just don't get out of there. Get out while you still can. Fair. Um, now I think we're kind of up at the like the upper end of B. So these are B tier factions that um, you know they they might be able to accomplish something. Like they're not they terrible. Some, terrible means they got some decent T whip. Yeah, they got some decent either T whip or they're just like pulling in okay results. Um, so first off, Chaos Space Marines. Um, they're sitting just below a forty six percent win rate. They've got an average it's first it's loss. Respectable for for possibly. Are they the oldest codex in the game at the moment? Yes, I believe so. Well, they guard are, yeah. and them, I think, are roughly the same. No, they came yeah. out before guard because they came. That's out what with they did, yeah, exactly. Um, and then it so, goes guard, then craftwood order, then tower. I think yeah. is the the lineage there. So chaos space marines, um, average first loss of one point eight, so not awful. Uh, win rate of forty six, which is kind of at the low end of what I would say is balanced like generally between back in the day before things got really skewed between a 46 and a 53 or so for me was like this codex has a way to win mm. um and this is kind of where chaos space marines are at um it's kind of a testament to so I, for, to my mind they got the they people say that like gray knights and custodes and stuff got the most out of psychic awakening and i'm like i think chaos space marines did got the most they because maybe, they essentially yeah. got well, they, they essentially got, got like eight eight sub factors they got eight supplements in yep. that in, in thing and i think that's that's literally in my mind why because iron warriors still do amazingly Empress iron children warriors and, is what is carrying uh, em- Empress yeah. children to its lesser degree um, yep. a lot of the success recently for chaos space marines has been iron warriors um you know lord of skull lists that are just like i'm gonna if i go first i'm gonna really uh put a damper on our relationship <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the list that's been working recently. You know, Warzone Houston was won by a Black Legion list, but that was a uh, no. that was a weird like nine round event with only fifty eight people, and like Colin McDade went I don't know like a hundred and zero before he lost. It felt it felt like they were just trying to like make Colin lose. Just saying that <laughs> it was a little weird that it was like we're we're still playing, guys. We're still playing. I know you t- you said nine rounds, but you could have stopped yeah. it and just stop stop it. But still, yeah. you know, hey, kudos to this to somebody taking Black Legion, a faction that really struggled, making a gun line out of it and going, I think it was seven and one or eight and one with it, um, right. and taking it all. So like, like there's still a little bit of meat on that bone. It's mm. it's it's real tough. It's real. Like there's a lot of gristle. It's a lot of like it's not good for you. <laughs> that's Don't, not no, that's that's not good for you. <laughs> it's not good for you. But like you can if you really if you really in your heart of hearts want to make something work with cast Space Marines, there's stuff there. This stuff, yeah, yeah. It's just right, what's next. Not great. Um, next up, let's see. We did the Chaos Space Marines. We did the Nids, Necrons, Ultramarines. Um, now we're kind of into like a f- uh, a number of the Space Marine factions that um just aren't where they need to be. Um, in well, terms maybe of- they're exactly where they need to be. Maybe because they're getting close to that fifty percent win rate. So like they're almost almost there. Uh, like so, Dark Angels, Salamanders, White Scars. Um, and Space Wolves. Like, we can probably say them all at the same time. It's this kind of similar... They're all in a similar place where you can win with them. We're not seeing any more of, like, the Oliver Smith uh, taking events with uh, 30 Vanguard Vet lists anymore because um, 30 Vanguard Vets... 
struggle a little bit when rocket truck squig buggies exist. Um, now, so the only one that's really shifted there from last time, um, Dark Angels was an A tier, now it's a B tier. Yeah. What's uh, what's changed for them? Um, what's I mean, changed I, I, for them? I think I think I know, but well, I don't even know if it's really changed. Is uh, Dark Angels players are notoriously terrible at playing this game. <laughs> And uh, they've decided. You watch to your just, falcon mouth. You watch your falcon mouth. They've right decided there, to really show their colors now that there's more codexes that are better. Than them. <laughs> um, yeah. Like Dark Angels, uh, uh, ha- like when they came out, everyone was like, "This is busted stuff," and I think we weren't wrong. Um, they do have four lists that have hit T Whip uh, of 300 that have. So like, it's not like uh, it's a little. It's a smaller number. Their average first loss is 1.7. Their win rate is about a 46 percent right now. Um, we are occasionally seeing top fours with them. Um, so like it is possible because uh, Terminator bricks, sometimes you just don't hit something that can deal with them. Um, but like a lot of the stuff that they were good at, their mobility, um, like their um, their staying power, like it's it's hard to balance that um, with lists like what Drukari can put out with lists that Admet can put out. Um, to just have so much damage that your staying power doesn't matter and are just more mobile than you as well. Um, so, to, to my mind, Drakari was the worst matchup in the world as a as a Dark Angels player myself. Yeah, I I I lost horrifically to Drakari nine times in a row before I got a win. Yeah. Um, and that win was tiny. It was like uh, under under fifteen points. Um, and then Admet came out and things went from bad to worse. Because everyone was playing, ah, oh, the only shooty elements I've got are these two or three Talonmasters, and then it's just bricky Terminators, and like it's just not enough. Like the Talonmaster shooting profiles just didn't do anything into those into into Admech. And then it's been nothing but Sisters mortal wounds, Grey Knight mortal wounds, T Suns mortal wounds, and now mm-hmm. Orcs. Mm-hmm. And Orcs don't yep. do mortals, but they they damn well do enough. Yeah, um, and Orcs could do mortals yeah. if they want to do. They just don't need they to. They to. Yeah. So because in my mind, it's there's just too are... many mortals for that for that list yeah. to function. Yeah, it, so, it was like uh, their one thing yeah. was they had a hard time dealing with mortals. We saw um, a couple of the Goonhammer guys kind of talking about uh, going with, um, what was it, warded on them instead, like not taking the Dark Angel yeah. a- a- just to get that um, five up feel no pain against mortals. Everyone, but it's not everyone drop everyone drop uh, Azriel and take Lazarus. It's, it's yeah. my tip. Yeah. If you, want, if you dedicate it and want to play that list... Azrael's got to go. You save forty or fifty points. Take Lazarus. Have a five plus against mortals on your whole army, and then see if that can still hang and make adjustments from there. As it is yeah. right now, like yeah, it's yeah, just, it sucks it's to rough. be you guys, and I'm glad <laughs> because Dark Angels are the worst. <laughs> as is the hey, 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 Blood Angels, C tier. Suck it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not uh, happy. What do you mean? Like Dark Angels actually had a good codex, and somehow they ruined it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Salamanders uh, and White Scars. Like Salamanders is the one, like very few people are playing it. We saw at um we did see Salamanders make the top 16 at uh New Orleans. Uh GW it, New Orleans. Is it because Salamanders sit in the weird place between the two kind of archetypes for Marines at the moment? You have the gunline-esque ultras, iron hands, death watch some most of the time. And then you have the ultra aggressive Space Wolves, White Scars, Blood Angels-esque. And then kind of Sally's just sit in this weird middle spot. They don't do either as well as they don't do any as well as either. Yeah, but like they, they do have stuff that they do do well, right? Like they oh, can put out a ton of mortals phenomenal. if they yeah. want to. Um like flamers are no joke. The but there are problems. They're not fast enough in most cases to to make use of their flamers and Drakari matchup. You really have to yep. work it. Like Melta is great, especially with orcs existing. Um, yes. but it's a it's a whole other thing to get the Melta where it needs to be in time. Um, 
like uh, and the list that made it to the top 16 um uh david villarreal he did lose like his second round game he just managed on battle points to, to make it to the top 16 right um mm. and he then he, to, he lost a thousand sons which he then proceeded to lose in that exact in the, in the exact same matchup again and once he hit the top 16 to Jonah well Velasquez. yeah you got a you got a plotting methodical marines list versus a plotting methodical model wounds list and model wounds are going to win that yeah, i think yeah <laughs> um all right what's up next Okay, um, were what scars in B tier last time? I'm just gonna have a quick look. I believe they were near the top of B tier, um, if I'm not mistaken. If they weren't, then like, uh, they, no, they were in B tier last time. Because yeah. I remember it was la- it was last one was when they dropped out of A. They were yeah. A plus A plus A plus Drakari ah yeah and middling A a Drakari Admech RB. Yeah, no, and they, they and then they're still there. Like we're not seeing really any results for white scars. Um, I do the, I do think they've had. Um, like I shouldn't lie, they did have two undefeated lists at some pretty small GTs where they didn't really hit any of like the the tough matchups um, yeah. that you would expect. Like you can make this is what I was kind of saying with the like the Chaos Space Marines and such as well. Like these are armies now. When you get to this upper B tier, like they can do it um, if, if the stars align. You can do it. It's yeah. just like if you go up against an equally skilled player with. Um, really any of the S tier armies for sure, and to a lesser degree the A tier armies, you just you're not you don't have it. You don't have the you tools any longer. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What's it, round out rest of A for us? Oh, so rest uh, of B. B. Um we talked I didn't say space wolves. Space wolves, I would say is B as well. Um and then I would say your last B tiers um are going to be Thousand Sons and Custodies. Yep. Hey, so there's a couple of things there. So I believe Custodius was in. Yeah, Custodius was our lo- Custodius was our lowest ranked A tier last time. Yeah. Um, and where was Thousand Suns was like super bad. T Suns was a C tier. Yeah, T Suns yeah. was a C tier. So the T Suns Codex, as it sits right now, has only gone up one bracket. Um, yeah. That's why I, I I know why I think that is. But why do you think that is? Um, Grey Knights stomp the bejesus out of them. That sisters, I, be- I believe. Uh, sisters, the matchup, uh, the win rate, like faction to faction, isn't as bad, but um, it's not good. But like uh, th- uh, the thousand suns into Grey Knights matchup, I think at a GT level, I've I've had one win for thousand suns, and that was <laughs> Liam Hackett, yeah. um, who is also the only person that's won an event with thousand suns. With t- yeah, with thousand suns um, so far uh, versus like I think that there's like 19 or 20 Grey Knight wins. It's like a yeah. one to 20 ratio of of wins to losses because Grey Knights just uh, real good into Thousand Suns apparently when yep. you and uh, they came out at the same you're time. Gonna, and, you're going to deny deny half their powers and they've yep. got all the models that they need to play their best list whereas I have no idea what the best T-Suns list is just yet. Um, I think that's the other thing is the Grey Knights list was very easy to make. It, it was, was very obvious. And everyone had it. Yeah, yeah, everyone had it. You just plug it in. There it goes off your, off your dude. Yeah, do like, I have five yeah. Dread Knights and 20, 20 in, uh, interceptors. Uh, then I, yeah. I have made the the competitive list where thousand suns <laughs> yeah. like it can. It's I don't know if it's even solved yet. There's a lot of consensus over small bits of it, but it's a very complicated codex. I like I would not be surprised if next time we do this, it's an A tier codex. Me, um, me as well, yeah. But it's it's hard to say right now. Like, well, that, that's the thing though. Not only do they have to coalesce into a, a worthy build, then they have to figure out how to play and like, probably change a third of it to make the Grey Knights matchup not horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think they're still we're still a while away from T Suns. I think um, it just sucks that they came out like adjacent to their hard counter. Um, yeah, it's just yep. weird. Uh, all right, 
So what else do we have in Custodes? Custodes I put in B for sure. They forty. They've dropped down to like a forty nine percent win rate. Um, which is where Thousand Suns is as well, and that's despite me thinking they've got really strong builds, like really strong builds. Um, yeah, and so th- there's some interesting stuff there. The other thing about them is like their T whip has dropped uh, to like a two percent um, when before it had been uh, much much higher. Um, so like and like really, Custody's builds have dropped down to triple Telemon plus Duff, right? And it's yeah. can I make these three Telemons? win win an event and yeah. the answer is generally no um the titans recently did like another one of those internal rtts and bridger han went all the way with his like triple telemon double galatis uh, no, list uh, i think it was uh, other way around other way around triple galatis double telemon triple galatis so but yeah. still like so, so it, we know it's a list that, that's functional um we've seen like steven trimble do really well with it at um not the last gw event but the one prior where he made uh, i believe he made top 16 with it yep. uh with triple telemon like Triple Telemon is something that people need to be able to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of answers to it now. And yeah, uh, yeah so it's 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 definitely interesting. I think Custodes can definitely hang with some of the bigger boys. Um, mm. But like the stars really have to align. Um, yeah, I just feel yeah. like there's too much, too many mortals. And that's if, that's if um, there wasn't so much fights last, which they can't really contend with. Yep. And there wasn't so many um, just outbodied they're just so outbodied like yep they really they are need to, yeah it's so outbodied but um they're, they're like when when a freaking sister's army like it, a regular like best in slot sister's army does enough mortals to kill a nine wound contemptor every turn it's yep. rough it's, yep. it's real rough guys putting it out there <laughs> i don't like, think they should be able to do that i think you can like custodies have a game into um certain ad mech builds a lot of the more popular ad mech builds they have a game into that um, I don't know if they have the game into Strider well, that's, that's, that's the triple. That's the triple. Triple. Triple Telemon does really well into that. Triple Telemon does good well into like Skatari Horde. Yeah, yeah, really, really well. Um, and, but yeah, you're right. The, the Stratoraptor pivot that we're seeing, mm-hmm. and then like the, the man, there are a lot of models come off those Rust Stalkers when they pop a ten man in there if they yep. need to, or yep. like it, it gets pretty vicious. And Custodes have a real good game into the Freebooters list that doesn't yeah, take the do. Waz bomb. Yep. Without As, the was bomb, if when the was bombs come in, it becomes a little harder for them. Even just one was bomb, they can cover. They can just shoot that guy out. Like two talents will put that guy down pretty reliably. Yeah. Um, but if they if people just catch on and start taking two or three of those, it yeah. gets real bad. Yeah, because I've I've played the matchup a couple times. I played it once against uh, Seth the Mad Doc, and I played it against uh, another fellow, um, and done well. Especially if you take the Magnifica banner, so that they're basically hitting on sixes Lots with everything. One. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. It's amazing, but um, like. The wa- if the was bomb goes off because it's a lottery machine, right? And it kills it is, anything. Yeah, you pull the lever. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, "Well, okay, now, I'm <laughs> now, yeah. and we're in the bads." So, anyway. uh, but it's 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 really good. They're really good against stuff like I mean, Dakadets don't do a damn thing. Um, no, rocket truck squig buggies don't do a damn thing. Like you're, you're very resilient against like two thirds of their army, which is yep. nice. So um, you know, average first loss one point nine four, um, which is basically the same as uh, a couple of the lower A tier armies like Sisters, but their T whips much lower, their win rates lower. They're kind of they're struggling there. Um, I would all right. I would say the last of our B tier. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say the last of our B tier here is probably going to be Death Guard. Death Guard's Ooh. kind of on the cusp. They mm. they've got a good win rate. They've always had a good win rate, though. Fifty one percent, fifty point eight seven. Their average first loss, though, is one point eight, so worse than Custodes. 
Um, they do have a pretty good T-Whip. They've had four undefeated lists, but often when Gosh. you look at Death Guard as undefeated, um, it's at something like LGT where there were like 7 billion people that were undefeated. So it really, yeah. what what's that say? Um, well, it's also, a very small event, right? They're the second most represented faction in the game, aren't they? Or the third? Uh, the third. Right now, like yeah. if you if you split out Space Marines, it's... Um, it goes Drukari, then Necron. Drukari, no, yeah. yeah, no, they're second. You're right. Drukari, yeah, then Death Guard, then Necrons. Yeah, and so that uh, with the meta shifting against them, which is what I believe is happening, um, it's and with that faction representation, it's just you're just going to see a decline. It, it yep. just is what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So they're they're being the they've been one of the ever, kind of the evergreen. I think I feel like they've been the most evergreen codex so far in this edition, apart from Drukari, which has I don't believe taken a proper hit yet. No. Um, I don't think, I think yeah. you're right. Um, and then I think the, like Death Guard has so much going for them in that codex. Um, that book's amazing, man. That book, I, th- I feel like that is the perfect book of, of this edition so far. The one that's not too much, has got everything you would want in it, with the exception of it doesn't do enough MSU, and it's yeah. not quick enough. And those are the only two things it doesn't have. Apart from that, it's literally everything else. Yeah, and I think it's not it's meant it's not meant to be fast. I think well, that's supposed exactly to be right. the, yeah. the negative. And that's why it, it gets hurt, right? Once it gets yeah. to this like once you get to these A tier armies and these uh S tier armies, they just they're not fast enough. If you can get behind them, all of a sudden they're like, What I have to turn around? Yeah. Well shit. Yeah. And they, <laughs> and they don't have a good secondary. This is the meta okay now. Secondary. Exactly right. And this is the meta now. I keep coming back to the fact that the last four lists, the last four factions that have been injected into this meta, that being sisters, T Sons, GKs, and to a lesser extent orcs, all pack too many more, too many pinch hitting mortal wounds in my mind. Just too many. Mm-hmm. Of course, T Sons and Grey Knights can pump out a hellacious amount. But you when you when a lot of your lists boil down to a bunch of terminators mm-hmm. needing to hold down the middle of the table and you're losing three terminators a turn to just like crap, just two set two one CP strats to kill three terminators. Yeah. Like Four CP and your your brick's gone um, across two turns. It only takes two turns. Uh, it just it feels really really bad. It feels I mean, really when you bad. lose like two or three terminators to a lucky smash a squig as well, you're like, oh, they, well, that, exactly. That's what that's I said about cool. orcs. That's why orcs orcs can do it to a lesser extent, but it's definitely still there with if you pivot. And yeah. now, what does that what does that guy cost? Seventy points, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, sixty five points, and he yeah, just yeah. like murders you know hundred and some odd points of your army and, uh, yeah. on a charge, and then get to charge a second on time the charge. If he does it right. It, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. freaking not helpful. Ball, yeah, it's ball. It's, it's not really helpful. <laughs> so like, Death Guard are, are like the. If someone was like, no, they're an A tier army, I would be like, cool, dude. You you do you. Like, I'm not upset yeah. about your your concept, but I don't think they are. I think that they struggle too much. Well, um, I, I definitely think they're a B plus, but I, yeah. I don't think they're. I don't think. They're and I a. think the other problem with this list uh, with this army is uh, Don Hussein. Because uh, that man has, uh, you know, is, has really, you know, um, affected the young hearts and minds of Death Guard players <laughs> and made them made them uh, make bad hope. lists. We make them made hope them, as well. Yeah. So Don, stop it. Uh, like, do not, we know do not you're stop. a good player. Stop making bad lists and and playing them medio like mediocrely well, so that people think they're good. Let the Death Guard players play the good well, Death Guard lists. Come on. I want Don to play a non-absurd list and just see what he does with it. <laughs> I, I don't know, but is is that is that just who he is? Like he couldn't, he, he won't I think be it good is. if it's, it's a conventional it's, list. Like I don't if know. He, it would he actually be worse on a conventional list than than some wonky, uh, wonky ass. I think he, I don't think he can do it. I don't think like if you've met Don Hoosen, um, he is a beautiful man. He is His head. Lovely man. Head is Huge. larger than than most door frames, um, yeah, so like they massive. have to make they have to make special and, concessions for it. And him. we're not talking ego; we're talking physically. It's got a yeah, massive. It noggin. is massive. Like, um, 
like, head like a fly like a weird weird situation yeah. he should see a doctor <laughs> um but like but yeah like done make a good list stop with um, your shenanigans do you know, do you know what i want to do I, i'd love to stream this maybe we can stream, set this up one day just get like every every single model chaos model and every single Imperium model, put him in a room, and then just throw Mitch and Don in there, and make him stay in there for like oh, no. seventy-two hours, and It'd just record terrible. the games and the list that they play against each other. Yeah, it Mitch, would be. Mitch Allen is another one. Oh my god! It, 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 there are just these nutters, aren't there? There are just these nutters that can't play a conventional list and have to nope. live on the skew fringe, they and they just the sometimes they just hit an absolute nugget like of gold and just mm-hmm. blow everyone out of the water, and then the rest of the time they're just like trudging through the like just yep. a pig in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, on one hand, uh, he'll make the Castellan list, and then on the other, he'll be like, listen, I thought that maybe if I took 100 Scions, I'd win an yeah. event. And yeah. then he didn't. Maybe you don't do that. <laughs> anyway. But, but literally, I love both those gentlemen. I, I mm-hmm. adore both of them, and I think we need them. I need, we need them. In fact, I would love to see one of those kind of guys for every faction. Why don't we, yeah. have, a, why don't we have an Eldari Don Hooson or Mitch Pelham. Why don't we, we have do. a... It's, it's Sean Naden, but he actually can win. No, stuff. he doesn't. He doesn't count. He doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you okay, have to be good on, some on. of the time. Yeah, move on. Move on. <laughs> okay. Um, the, I would say there's one other army that I was kind of pivoting on. I'm going to put it in B+, because they really only have one list, but it's a good list. Uh, and that's Imperial Knights. Um, I was going to say, I was surprised Imperial Knights didn't come up yet. Imperial Knights have a really good win rate, 52%. So that's what kind of was me hum- humming and hawing. Um, it's over a, a decent amount of games where it's not like uh, really difficult. They've got a, and here's the other reason why, a 2.12 average first loss since um, the Orc that's Codex huge. come out, which is that's massive. Wow. They, they have T- uh, T-Whip representation. They've won... Um, there was one GT that was one with the free free blade lance, which is basically right now the reason why Imperial Knights are working is yeah. the free blade lance. That in the so, Megara. yeah, yeah. So the the free blade lance list that is, that uh, takes all free blades and therefore can have like two knights that only have the good stuff. Um, oh, you can have three knights that only have the three. Good sorry, stuff. yes, three knights yeah. with all, with all the good stuff, and then you have so many baby knights with all the crap stuff, but it doesn't matter. Um, like that list is doing really well. You know, Jack Harpster, uh, took, uh, took the list, uh, that, you know, Brian Jones and John Lennon had, Brian Jones had been running it with great success in Florida. John Lennon had been running it on the, like, the art of war a few times. Uh, Jack Harpster took that and top 16, uh, at New Orleans recently. Um, like I said, we've seen, I believe it was Brian Jones win with it and come in second with it at like some kind of borderline GTs as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, so it it really has the capability of doing some stuff, um, and it, a lot of that's also on the back of the Night Megara because it's yeah. a real good model. So I, I think it's the purest gatekeeper we have in the meta at the moment. It's, yeah, it really is. Like it does so many wonky things that um can smash you if unaccounted for. Like if you don't, yeah. yeah. But if it the goes second that, against like most of the good armies in this game, it just doesn't do anything. So well, it's it's weird, yeah, that they've so. I'll, it's you can really pick and choose what you want your three big knights to be, and a lot of people are picking the six-inch heroic intervention and the obsec. Um, and I don't know. I, that, to me, that feels like I'd want some other options. I really love the idea for everybody to get a reroll, a reroll save every turn. Um, E.g., the one knight they want to try and kill gets a, a reroll from that and a reroll from a CP, and so you can have a, essentially a four-plus rerollable for one phase of the game. Um, that feels really good to me. Um, but I, I can see why against like Admech, it doesn't matter. They just shoot through it. They, they don't care. They just put too many too many wounds on you anyway. And then the same same could be said for Orcs as well. You just get too many you know uh, wing wing rocket 
uh, attacks to for it to matter. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. On to the so I've listed Death Guard and Imperial Knights as the B pluses. Um, mm-hmm. There aren't any that should be B pluses. Yeah, Custodians don't measure as B plus. Neither do T Sons. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that they're there yet. I think they're like yeah. they're. It's hard to say, but the Death Guard and Imperial Knights are just better than those two armies right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. On to A tier, mate. A tier. So the bottom of the A tier, I think, right now is uh, there's a there's a few factions at the bottom. Um, I'm assuming there's a couple of Space Marine factions. Um, there's a couple of there's a yeah there's a couple of Space Marine factions at the bottom of the A tier, and then um, there's one that had been like borderline S tier for a long time, but has dropped. Um, so I guess we'll start with um, Black Templars and Death Watch. I think are kind of at the bottom of the A tier right now. Yep. Um, Death Watch we saw at London GT with Alex Harrison's list. Like it definitely still has legs. You can s- still make them work. Um, oh, and, and just so, just what what Pete's saying is that it's a little bit worse than it was three months ago, but it's by no means bad. Anything in the A tier no. is is good. It's good. No, the thing about this, like the thing about Death Watch, I think right now um, that's kind of setting them apart is like they have answers to a lot of like they don't just have answers to Drakari, which a lot of the other space marine builds you could do like you can you can make a list that has pretty strong answers to admech yep. um i think orcs. that uh, yeah you can make it you can really do well against orcs depending on your uh, on the terrain and and if you go first really i believe in that matchup um because like if you go first against orcs with death watch like you will mess Oof. them up yeah. so bad um, but you're also Marines, so Recotrex Quick Buggies love to just kill your, your stuff. Exactly right. Yeah. So it's a whole thing there we can, that you can go really deep and probably do a whole episode on. But uh, like Death Watch are in a pretty decent spot. Um, you know, having a relic that lets you reroll all wounds against a data sheet in the current mm-hmm. meta that we're in is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like if you need to delete those Rust Stalkers, delete those Recotrex, delete yeah, whatever, like you can just yep. say, hey, this turn, that is what I'm doing. Um, when they talked at LGT, that kind of infamous uh, final with Malik versus Alex Harrison, it was a situation where they like whoever wins this roll off is going to win this game, and it's a terrible place to be in and the competitive yeah. level of a game. And look, I don't think that lying. was I, I don't think that was true for Alex. I think it was still it would. I think it was one hundred percent true for Malik, but it was one hundred percent true, and it was like eighty percent true for yeah. for Alex. It really first. just depended on a few things yeah. for, for Alex. But I mean, like uh, if he chooses Stratoraptors, um, he deletes. All three, probably planes. three of them. Bang. Yeah, he, yeah, all, all three, three. Yep. Uh, because those dreadnoughts re-rolling everything. Uh, the Vulcans in particular, they're going to strip some stuff, right? Mortals. And then what? And then what? What's Malik left to do? He has to shoot down a dread a turn with buffing up ranges in Vanguard. You know, yeah. it's, and that's if you prospect at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's with Alex repairing him every turn. It was going to be an interesting game if it would, Alex went it first. It would have been a much more interesting game if he'd gone first, yeah. for sure. But I do think I think Death Watch did have a bit more advantage. Uh, regardless, like Death Watch are definitely in a spot. The problem with Death Watch has kind of always been like they have so many upgrades that a lot of players won't know how to build them, right? And they'll build and, all and- these yes shenaniganly yeah, things and it's got two, it's got like two extra layers on it and it's got a bunch of extra upgrades here there and everywhere and so you can just build a list where you just had one or two less cp than you needed to like yep. to, to 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 flex like win the game or you have one unit less than the other guy yep. um or one unit less than the critical mass you needed and that's why i see them lose to lose to drakari a bit um is because they just drakari just decide well i can trade two for one here on my units into yours yep. and get away and get away with it and it's just it's just bonkers they can do that. Yeah. But 
I, they do have answers, and I think that's the exactly. key for Death Watch. Yeah. Um, Black Templar, it's the shenanigans. It's the, like, and I mean, they're losing them, but gaining others with this Codex supplement coming. But, um, like, Devout Push wins games. The, like, your mastery yes. of Devout Push is how you win a tournament with Black Templar because it does yeah. <laughs> so much. It's such a broken strat, and I'm really glad that we've seen it leaked to be changed. It is worse in most ways now. Um, but, but way worse, way worse, in but, my opinion. You what, still have what, fire and fade essentially on yes, it if you want, yes. and that's for what, good. For what it was applicable, for what it would, what it could actually do for you, it was an activator in every phase. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it but could the, make any. It was it, yeah, it was broken before. Like it was yeah. like absolutely busted. Um, the only reason why it wasn't like completely broken was because people didn't quite understand how to use it, and the people that did were playing with marines, which aren't exactly the best right now. Like they can they can hang, <laughs> they can but, hang. Yeah. But you're dealing with some some shenanigans. Anyway, so that's where Black Templar are. Um, Harlequins also an A tier army. Um, we talked about this before. Like they can still do well, but yep. like Jukari they, just do so everything they do mostly better. It's yeah, it's interesting to see the Harlequins. Um, they were they were eight, they're in exactly the same place. They were the third list yeah. in a third one in A tier last one, or the third one in A tier this one. Um, but six months ago they were the tweener where his sisters mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. Right? They were the tweener, not quite. They were A plus, S minus, and they were sitting kind of between. Um, so yeah, interesting. Now they're just what they just found that home. But are, are they being played much? They're not being played often. And actually, what, uh, they have an average first loss of two point one nine. But like um, Legit, a lot yeah, of that fun. is is heavily weighted on mixed lists now. Um, when you go mono faction, it it drops significantly. But a lot yep. of people are. Um, using them with craft world they're taking like 1200 points of harlequins and then they're taking yep. 800 points of ignore line of sight craft line, yeah 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 and um it, it works. Just makes a lot of sense um it maybe even works better than going drukari drukari plus because you get a little bit more uh survivability but anyway um so that's harlequins um yeah they're they're drukari they're worse drukari but not enough worse that like they've dropped down a whole tier yeah um, all right what's up next uh chaos demons they've got an amazing win right now at 54 percent um average <laughs> average first loss of 2.03 so a little worse than um than uh, harlequins the big thing with chaos demons we're seeing right now is these like bellicor lists that are that are doing okay like they're they can they can top four events pretty frequently you know slaneshi bellicor is pretty darn fast um and and he you can make it definitely work. Um, plague, uh, not plague toads. Um, I, why is my brain not functioning? Like the the Nurgle Beast lists. Beasts of Nurgle. Beasts of Nurgle still have they still have some play. Not as much as it used to, but I mean, if you want to spend a million T dollars or spend your life uh, <laughs> converting, like you can you can make a Beasts of Nurgle with a Slaneshi um, Bellacore detachment do some good work for you yeah um a lot of the success in terms of win rate note though is like you're taking uh like a chaos demon bellicor situation and then you're adding in a small detachment of chaos space marines um for like emperor's children shenanigans or iron warriors um but yeah like they have definitely come up into like a low a tier again that's Um, interesting i think that that might be the surprise of uh of this one yeah they they're doing okay they're doing okay um Next up is Sisters. Sisters have kind of fallen. Like they were, yeah. like they've fallen to a point where 
they're definitely not a B tier army, but like if you said they were, I wouldn't like I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be like if you said they were a B tier army. Yeah. Wow. And so here's so they have significant T whip. They're about almost seven percent of T whip. Huge. But their average first loss is one point nine five now. Where before it was well into the twos. Their win rate is only fifty one percent. So it's barely higher than Death Guard. Since okay. the Orc, Grey Knight, and Thousand Suns Codex have launched. Yeah. Um, Sisters of Battle are not a big fan of dealing with Orcs. And that has been like the biggest hit to them. In, a, like, in addition, I want to add on to that. They were quite good into the Skatari Bricks, but they're not good into the Vet Cohort Sakaran builds. No, they are not at all. Uh, they at all. they went from they went from having like a fifty, like a forty eight, forty seven percent win rate into Admech, um, to having a le- like less than forty. They're at like a thirty nine percent win rate into Admech now. Um, they they you had builds that could work into Jukari, um, but now they sit at a thirty five percent win rate into Jukari. Before that yeah. wasn't not, yeah. wasn't they as figured, big a problem. All all the tri players figured it out. Like yeah. Um, they have a 35% win rate into orcs because like orcs is their absolute nightmare. They they basically have to get their meltas into range. And the orc and then player they get can what? just you've got yeah, th- you got three you got three units of melters at best yep. that pick up three buggies and then die. And then they die. And then, yeah, and, and you've got you've got one cherub on each one. So let's say that the, and that's the way it's been ruled almost unanimously now. They only get one cherub per turn. So between the three, if you use all your attributes in one turn and use three extra cherubs. You can kill one more buggy. So you kill four buggies of their possible eight. And like, who cares? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and then finally, a uh, thousand suns. They're not they're not happy with thousand suns. You'd think that you Is that just that, because it, is that just the shooting profiles they've got a really good there? Like the winning uh, yeah. threes, take them to the involves. I believe that's the thing. Like Scarab Occult Terminators are, are not fun for sisters to deal with. And well, so yeah, well, what do they actually have that's good there? Yeah, you're actually absolutely right. What kills the Scarab Occult Terminator? Yeah, um hopefully getting into close combat with them. With <laughs> what? Right. Like like well, sorry, Zephyrin the, Zephyrin won't do it. With the repenture that then die immediately. Well and even if the repenture do make it like this, there's actually enough overwatch there to, to shred them. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's really interesting. It's interesting. Bad. So they have a thirty eight percent win rate against Thousand Suns, and this is over like forty or some forty or fifty games. Um thirty nine percent win rate into Admech, where before they were, you know, in the boat forty five, thirty five percent into Drukari, um, and thirty five percent into Orcs. Like those are the only four matchups that are bad for them, um, that are like below fifty percent win rate, but they are really bad for them. And there's a lot of that in the meta. It's a, that T yeah. Suns one that still really surprises me. Cause you'd think, you'd think uh, well, I'm just going to take the deny psychic power thing. I'm going to shut down a third of your psychic powers. And the T-Suns player is like, ha, activate my trap card, which is just amazingly good shooting profiles. Um, yep. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I just need to, I just need to close the distance. And I'll, uh, instead of that, I will take the advance and charge or the plus one advance and charge, whatever. Like, ha ha, activated my mortal wounds trap card where I just smite <laughs> you all to death. Yep. And it's, it's just kind of caught between. Yep. Yeah. Like the sisters are doing fine into Grey Knights. They have almost 60% win rate into well, Grey Knights. That's the thing, yeah. Right. So they can just trade with Grey Knights for, for the lulls and, yep. and win. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only problem they have there is they don't have a great way of dealing with the Oh no, they do. The Cherub is a good way of dealing with the um the the Grandmaster Dread Knight, mm-hmm. the the problem solver one. Yeah, no, they're they're good there. That seems good. They're just not good into the other matchup. And that's yeah. that's a that's a problem. It's like you can definitely win with them. They're definitely still strong. 
but um like it's a matchup that is not the best i mean we've seen wow. some of their uh the better uh, sisters players kind of move off of them because these matchups have gotten worse and worse you know john lennon I, tried I do, Black I, templar I, yeah i do agree the the orcs matchup is horrible like a like a dakajet is just so good into sisters it, it's like toxic all of their flyers are are great, yeah. but they're even better into sisters because, like, oh, the only thing I'm afraid of is your uh, your Melta, and I'll just kill that first with my my squig buggies. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, like the orc matchup is and, absolutely and dude, terrible. A bunch of people have dropped their melters for a handful of heavy flamers. Like, yep. some, yeah, some of their melters are heavy flamers, and you're just like, well, he's even lo- less options you have to deal with me. Exactly. Crazy. I've been joking. Uh, this is a horrible. I hate these words that come out of my mouth, but. The orc list, the freebooters orc list right now is what Guard wishes it was. Like yeah, Guard wishes they could happen, play but... they could play that good a mechanized artillery game. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like, ugh, ugh, that's rough. Yeah, it tastes tastes bad. All right, what else? What else is an A tier? Okay, so here's our last three A tier, and like, there's a lot to to talk about. I think here these are like A plus. These are the ones that are in the middle, and the only reason why they're in the middle is because Admech and Jukari, which shockingly are going to be our S tier armies, guys. Um, they're just like so good. Like they're still just that much better than everything. That that's the only reason why these three armies are kind of where they are. It's because they don't have the best answers against those two factions. Um, and that's Grey Knights, Orcs, yep. and Iron Hands. These are our three top A tier armies right now. For nice. a number of different I was, reasons. I was expecting I didn't expect the Iron Hands to sit the A plus, but when you didn't say them before, I was like, wow, their number's that good. Tell us about yeah. them. So Iron Hands have an almost 58% win rate um, in the last two months. Whoa. This yep. is uh and this is mostly this is over like about 300 games. Um their win rate's actually not terrible in um the uh, ITC battle app data as well. However, ITC battle app data isn't super um drill downable when it comes to space marines. Like the option is there now, but it's like not a lot of people select it. So this yep. is where I'm going with like because I look at every list specifically for this, it, it makes it a little easier. Um but yeah, so they've got an almost 58% win rate, 57.55 over almost 300 games. Their like their average their the average VP to opponents VP ratio is I think second only to Drukari and, and oh, wow. only by like so the not, slightest amount. Not only do they beat you, they hold your score they hold, hard. Yeah. Like yeah, like um only like there's only like two factions that have a better uh, opponent uh, uh VP and that's and usually one of those is Drukari. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, Admech have an uh, average v- opponent's VP of 63, Drakari 63.5, and Iron Hands is 65. Wow, um, okay. But they're, like, their average VP that they're getting is 75 points per game, and this is win or lose. Yeah. Um, they've had their average first round lo- first loss is 2.35, so that's like just over the cusp where I'm like, ooh, we might have a problem. Um, they've had uh, 15 games go to T-Whip, um, of which you know four of the lists have been undefeated, um, and pretty much all of this, almost all of this, is in the UK. Um, in the UK, we're, yeah, we're like in Europe to a smaller extent, but ex- almost exclusively the UK. We've seen a couple um, like mech spam lists that have done okay in North America. Uh, Spain had a crazy GT where like gladiator uh, Iron Hands gladiators were everywhere, and they did really huh. well. Huh. Um, yeah, Are like, they just using know. less terrain? Is that that's all it is? I think, just I think in Spain terrain. they they take the they go into the desert and play. They don't <laughs> use mats. Um, I'll have to talk to um, <laughs> to the guys over at La Voz de Oris to to double check. 
But like, it just seems to me, judging by the way those lists worked, like all these gladiators and things we just never see out here, um, like they must have just like gone into a dune and were like, this is what we're playing on today. Um, anyway, um, but like, there's these uh, lists that we see. We saw Alex Harrison uh, take yeah. Conrad Barkowitz, uh, a, a number of like top end players. Um, Mikey Bear has decided to copy them to just ruin uh, Manny Chima's <laughs> life. Um, but it's like uh, Nassim Fushain had been doing amazingly on TTS with variations of it as well and has continued to do well in real life, unlike some TTS players. Uh, Nassim mm-hmm. has somehow figured out how to translate digital to real life. He's cracked the code. He's cracked, he cracked the code. The code. He, he's, he's an Neo. excellent hacker. Like he's, Neo, yeah, he's no, definitely, yeah. maybe he's yeah. Angelina Jolie in the movie Hackers. Uh, the great Hack movie, the by Planet. the way. Amazing. Yeah. Hack um, the planet. But he like he's figured it out as well. Like Iron Hands have uh, a lot of people forgot that Iron Hands have some of the best close combat stratagems in the game. So like, it's reason. very it's very easy to you know take a relatively hard to kill you know Vanguard vet or even assault uh, squad and mm-hmm. and give them plus one to hit and um, and then give them like whirlwind of rage and born heroes yes. instead and yep. you know pop a strat to give them a feel no pain and then otherwise mm-hmm. you just like let's mow down some stuff yep. um, they're phenomenal they're really really, really, good. really, really good. Um, there you can get a character dread that has exploding sixes up the wazoo on Vulcans. Yep. Not terrible. That can't be targeted. That you can apply the bodyguard rule too if you really want extra protection. Mm. Um, yeah, like Iron Hands have it have it deep, um, and they're they're perfectly placed in this meta to deal with Drukari in particular. Um, they have a decently strong game into orcs because they can protect yep. the dreadnoughts better. Exactly. And um, like their close combat is nothing to sneeze at, so they can trade really well. Mm. It's um, yeah, like they. They're not quite S tier because, like, the matchup is still not perfect for them, especially once Admech decide to bring flyers. Um, yeah, the, the game starts to really skew downwards for them. They really want to go first in that case instead of having a, a possible game going the other way. Um, and then it's the same with orcs. But you're right. Um, so talking about orcs for a minute though, is orcs just a single list? Is it just a freebooters like that's doing all this work, or is there more? Because yeah. there's a perception that 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 it is just a single list, and if that the buggies get hit where do orcs go from there yeah and this is kind of the talk for orcs and i'm glad you brought it up orcs are are extraordinarily strong from uh like statistically they like they, they're insane if if Drakari and admech were didn't exist in the current form they are orcs would be i think they'd be amazing like their ridiculous. t-whip is is almost 10 percent uh 9.25 percent yep. t-whip average first loss 2.25 um, their average, their win rate is fifty, almost fifty-seven percent, fifty-six point six six. So nice. all these numbers nice. are kind of just below these Iron Hands lists, but yep. like triple the amount of players compared yeah. to Iron Hands. <laughs> yeah, spot on, <laughs> right? Like this yeah. is the data I'm talking about. Iron Hands is almost three hundred games. I'm looking at like well over a thousand, almost a thousand games of Orcs play. Of Orcs wow. play to be at this. That's insane. And Orcs in, in, in under three months in like uh, when, yeah. When orcs were considered one of the best codexes in eighth edition, their average win rate was like forty six percent, right? But they were winning yeah. more events than anybody else, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and they had basically one to two lists back then. And that's too. because they had such a player pool. They had such a yeah. ridiculous player pool. And, and this, the, this, and I said the same things. Yeah, I, know, I said the same things about the Death Watch players, the Death Guard players. I'm not saying Death Guard players are bad. I'm just saying there's a huge percentage of people to playing say they're bad as they're losing strength. They're losing strength, <laughs> yeah. strength, strength. Yeah. Yeah, and um, but orcs see, are so strong, but they're so skewed, and it's so I bad know, for the game. I know, I know, it is really bad. They've, they're 
it's, the Imperial Fist of Ninth Edition. It's a toxic skew, isn't it? It's it's yeah. not it's not so bad that they're going to stop you playing the game because there's other lists that hold them down. But I fear for like, do they do that? I I think the orcs do have another build, but I feel like the, the if they lose the buggies, they're just an MSU build. They're just like yep. trying to be. They just they, they want to be Drakari, want to be um yeah, like uh, for- like yeah. If orcs lose the buggy build, the buggy plus flyer build, um, or just buggies in general, like they need, they desperately need uh, Admech and Drukari to take like a major hit. Huge hits. Yeah. Like major, they'd major be fine. hits. They'd be absolutely fine. They'd, if they'd be great. The it's, yeah. it's really like uh, almost everybody I talk to who plays orcs are kind of disappointed in the codex because it's skewed. All the top end players I know that talk about orcs, they, they're disappointed because it's so skewed. Like it's something they need to have an answer to. Um, especially now that people have finally fully pivoted, or I shouldn't say fully, but for the most part have pivoted to the Wasp Bomb because uh, initially yeah. the Freebooters list was like Daka Jets and Burnabombas or it didn't even bother with Flyers and went full on I'm just going to run 18 buggies and then the people thought yeah. Blood Axes would be better because of mm-hmm. Fall Back and Shoot um, but then Admech just stomped all over their face if they didn't go well, first, right? Like that's it's that's a, what I think. I think if they lose the buggies, it just becomes ah, uh, here's your three by three commander, three by three storm boys in freaking death skulls, and then just either your blood axes or your whatever to, to or evil uh, sons or, or something. Sons. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and yep. that becomes just a ubiquitous plug and play kind of pr- pretty same samey boring. Um, I would say which that is fine. The kill it'll, rig it'll, would, would be good. Yeah, still. it'll still that'll still be a good list by the way. There's it. nothing wrong with that list, but that uh, that list kind of becomes like a. A hero hammer esque MSU yep. build, I think, and I yep. feel like that could be a little. It's it doesn't feel very orky, is, is what no. I'm getting at. And I think that's a that's an issue. Is like the orc, like up before the orc codex, and even recently after, like the codexes have, for all the issues they've had, they felt um, narratively strong accurate right yeah accurate like, yeah like admech yeah. feels admech other than the fact that mm-hmm. like um there's too admech but yes. there's too much <laughs> um drukari feels drukari except too much um but like you still get it like you're like oh yeah this yeah. is how a witch should feel except why does she have 700 attacks mm-hmm. um you know uh gray knights feel very gray knight like like exceptionally same, same as t-sons yeah, yeah. You really you're, you're right man you're spot on they've really hit the money with the, uh, the like having the theme uh, thematically attaching those to the rules, they've met yeah. they've met in the middle quite well. Like, and I'll come back again to Death Guard and things like Necrons. They they're the meeting of the minds perfectly, almost. Yeah, um, it's I, just I, I, I admit I think them. Necrons right. Uh, I think Reanimation uh, needs a rework, fundamental rework. If I was going to say anything that's wrong with that codex, I think Reanimation doesn't function. It's just not a it's not a ninth edition rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a rule that no. makes sense in ninth edition. No. Um, but apart from that, every, you're right. Orcs is the only ally that doesn't feel it, the orcs book doesn't feel like an orcs book. No, it, 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 I think like you, it, yeah. you last time I was on the show, you mentioned something and I really liked it. Where it was almost like they looked at uh, uh, at how Horde plays and said, yeah. "Oh, we all they already do that just natively, so we're not gonna we're not gonna work we're not on gonna that." Invest. Exactly right. Exactly right. And so they went all in on Speedwog, um, but Speedwog doesn't even feel right. Like you, like you're just. I guess in the concept of I'm I'm moving fast and shooting a billion shots, but like squig buggies don't feel good. Like it's just, uh. it's just like when you uh, and when I mentioned this earlier, I guess people might be listening that didn't play in Eighth Edition. Like Imperial Fists were all, were always the in uh, Eighth Edition were the like uh, no LOS like super yeah, yeah. toxic list where you just took th- Thunderfire cannons and um, rape your batteries and whirlwinds, rape your batteries and, and whirlwinds, and, and yeah. And you, your your um, chapter tactic triggered off everything, so you were just like mm. blowing everything off the board. Um, turn like turn one, two, three, 
with no issue without having to do anything. And we're seeing that with the Oracleists, except they at least have to move the flyers. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's yeah. it's really sad. Um, but if they do get nerfed, like I don't think they have anything unless, and I'm, I, I, I strongly believe based off of what I'm seeing that we might have to wait a while more, but like Drukari and Admec are going to see some relatively strong handed nerfs the next time we see anything, whether it's points or whatever. Um, yeah. And then hopefully that kind of brings everything to where it needs to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, I think, and this is just speaking off the cuff, I do think Drakari can somewhat be fixed with points adjustments. Yeah. Succubus goes up in points, witches go up a point per model, things like that will make yep. a significant difference. If they just had 15 to 20% less army, I think they'd be almost fine. Yeah, 10% right? less army, I think you're right. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Be 15, 20, but like 10% less yeah. stuff. If they had like two less units on the board, if I didn't have to read five pages of an army list probably <laughs> have to read four pages of an army list every time uh, you probably probably good like and I you have, don't have to skew hard to beat them dude, i have the free wheel i turn the free wheel on on my on my mouse when i look at a drakari list i free oh, wheel it terrible. down i'm like i'm just like oh yeah sucky sucky archon um three incubi uh two times three chronos oh yeah i know what this list is court court yeah okay we're court, good yeah yeah, yeah 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 we're good it's, it's yeah whatever i don't need to look at like the fact that you've, you've still got i was really excited that and... uh we saw some thick boy lists recently the the talos but i mean man, yeah it didn't it, it didn't make it didn't stand yeah. um uh, and so gray knights yeah gray knight definitely an a tier army it's all Absolutely. built around one list but that list is so good um another another thing where i'm Little... Well, so it's, you're, you're right. It's the same archetype, but I'm finding that people switching up their their brotherhoods a lot more now. Yeah, um, yeah, we're seeing a little bit more just, than just like yeah. sword bearers. Um, yeah, sword bearers with a rapier patrol. I'm seeing yeah. I, there's a gentleman playing in the Scandinavian um, a major this weekend who's taking pressing brethren, a single pressing brethren detachment. I'm and I looked at that. I'm like, that's good. It's good, man. It's quite the, good. The most prevalent um, Grey Knights lists are either Sword, Bre- Sword Brothers Rapiers or Sword Brothers Prescient Brethren. Yeah. Like, that is the most popular. Mm. We've seen a little bit of Ward Makers. Those ones don't work. Don't do that. Um, don't do that yet. Bad. <laughs> um, and we've seen a couple of the others. But, like, the uh, generally, Rapiers, Sword Brothers, and Prescient Brethren are, like, the three go-tos in some mixture. Um, and I don't... Th- and I think it's the way. Yeah. I, I said this when I did the review of the, the Codex. They've got ridiculously good stratagems. Yeah, they like, do. They have they a really they do. have a psychic phase that's actually not that required. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the psychic phase is is like buffing yourself to put the cherry on top of the bonkers stuff you already get by firstly just having some of the best melee units in power armor in the game across the board. Like every if you have you got a melee unit, yes, okay, it's good. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, whatever weapon you take is good. We take swords, but whatever weapon you take is good. Um, and then yeah, you just cherry on top of it with like hammer hand or sanctuary or whatever yep. you want. Uh, it's just I like, would say yeah. I'll say this. Depending on how broken Craft World Eldar is, um, and when it comes out, I would say that after I would not be shocked if after the next MFM, Grey Knights are the number one army in the game. It would not what surprise me. What do you me. say? So, what does MFM mean for people at home? Oh, Muni Muni the Munitorum Field Manual. Field Manual. Yeah, so, so, this, yeah. so the next uh, points update, we know that the points were done maybe three, three, four weeks ago. Um, usually, end like sometime in january we'll see it um and i can i like games workshop would have to be like physically blind and broken in all ways shapes and forms Mm -hmm. and just have a complete hatred of all of us to not absolutely murder admech and drakari and if you play admech and drakari 
when I say absolutely murder, I don't mean that you'll be unplayable because I think they've been pretty even handed, but like they're going to come down significantly. Um, and I, I, and based off of things I've heard, orcs, at least buggies and probably flyers are also going to get hit. Um, and if, if they hit them hard enough, like I don't think they're going to touch granites and uh, granites yeah. really just because just because of, of the timeline, just because of the timeline. I think granites mm. just made it underneath. Uh, dread knights are probably 15 or 20 points under costed for what they yeah. do. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, interceptors and, a little not, probably don't need to go up in points to be honest. They're kind of, I don't think so. Just, I think they're fine. I think they're, I think they're just good, but yeah. dread knights are, well, so, I, they're not going to get that hit. So I like, nah. I would not be well, shocked. Admech will probably still be strongest because the book is so deep that there's just going to be something else broken unless they get like about, an, so an that, that's what I was about to say because I said I when I remember I said I if you just took away ten to twenty percent of the Drakari Drakari army list mm-hmm. they pro- they're probably fine. You can't I don't think you can say the same about Admech. I think the the toxic things about Admech are in the rules. They're just there's just too many yeah. rules. Just get I too think, many like, rules. Unless you like the whole book and 10 or 15 percent as soon yeah, as you the, nerf yeah uh, like if you nerfed stratoraptors then they're just gonna be like oh well you forgot that if i do this to a disintegrator it becomes immortal and you're like oh shit i yeah. guess we're gonna have to increase or, the points on or that you forgot like, that the chickens are actually just still fine we yeah. just found something that's better chickens are still fine you yeah. know um it, it, it's it, there is that and the fact is like uh, do they have enough to to know to hit uh Sakarans? Because I don't think I've seen, we've seen Sakarans in the meta enough to warrant them getting hit. It'll be interesting to see what like how well they listen to the playtesting. Yeah, I could I could see Rangers and Vanguard getting a point per, and everyone's like, "Well, I guess I'm just min-maxing those." Here's I mean, my like, 30, 30 infiltrators, thirty Rustalkers. Enjoy. Because honestly, everyone's known Stratoraptors have been broken since the Codex launch, but like barely anybody played them. I mean, yeah. I keep hearing from the UK guys, they're like, "We figured it out first. And it's like, "Shut!" Up. Like, <laughs> Matt Evans almost won an event with them. He went undefeated um, like months ago. Like when the book first came out everybody it was like stratoraptors are busted all the flyers are busted it's just um because we're all sheep here in north america um we'll only do what richard siegler does with admec um (laughs) except for maybe like mark (laughs) cartel so like that's it and so if siegler says well i don't like stratoraptors because of the admec mirror then of course then uh, nobody will run stratoraptors out out Mm. here whereas at least you guys have free will and thought and you'll just do whatever manny chima does instead oh exactly Um, (laughs) i was about to say Oh uh, man, I'm, th- people are th- gonna th- hate th- me after this. Oh, this oh. episode is gonna be so polarizing. Like, you're I just love gonna it. love it or love you're it. gonna hate it. I hope um, everybody loves it. I hope everybody knows <laughs> I, I love them. Yeah, except no. Yeah. Um. So in the S tier, there's no surprise. We already know what's in there. Who's yeah, got Drakari the nuts on who? Who's got the nuts on who there? Because I think Drakari has the better win percentage overall now. Yeah, they're like 63, oh, yeah. 64. Yeah, and ever, since the like Admech, ever since the Admech um, nerf, like uh, baby Drukhari nerf, have, ba- baby, baby nerf, nerf. Um, um, like uh, Drukhari have been on fire, um, and it's just because like North Americans are really slow. We don't we don't quite maneuver fast enough to to fix things. So everyone's just running like whatever Richard Siegler runs. So they'll go up really high now that now that he's actually running flyers. I'm quite sure. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, like I, I, it's hard to say the. Um, when you look at like the faction versus faction scores, like how they play into each other, um, I believe Admec is on top, but barely. Like they're Ooh. the only thing that Drukari loses to. Yeah, they've got a fifty-five percent win rate into Drukari. Uh, for a long That's time, it was 50-50. 50-50, it was, Yeah, it was dead fifty-fifty for months, and then um, recently, I thought. I, well, I assumed when the Book of Fire came out, that would be the injection that Admec needed to start beating Drukari. 
Because and then it kind of go... was, but it was like it's really just been now that like, I oh yeah, flyers exist, dude. I haven't seen it being taken enough. I look at the book, book of fire stuff, and I'm like, why isn't everybody taking only this, exclusively this? The vet people cohort? Ask... Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that, the, yeah. that it's only uh, it's it's slowly been going up. Uh, when Siegler won, um, with the Metallica uh, build, yeah, with the Metallica the... build, like that showed up everywhere. It hasn't had the same success, obviously, because that was built for a, with a specific terrain in mind. Yeah. Um, but, but that, like, that build is Riser, well. that build is Mars, that build is uh, take that build yep. as whatever you want. It's just so freaking good. And that's it, really I would good say they're about a well. third of the lists now are Skatari veterans cohort, where before um, GW, um, wherever the hell they had their first one. Well, see, it, I feel like it it's like the match made ten percent. I feel like it's the match made in heaven with the flyers because you just min max <laughs> all the troops yeah. and then you just take twenty of twenty Rustalkers, twenty infiltrators, and four flyers. Five mm-hmm. flyers, and then that's it's great. It's such a great list. Yeah. Um, even take a couple of disintegrators if you want. Take some Taraxi in a in a Doomstrider. Or so like Tukari right now, accounts. only losing to pretty much Death Watch and Admech in the Death Watch matchup. They like it's almost fifty fifty. Admech, uh, that's Admech exciting. Are really pulling apart. Yeah. Um. Everything else, they're they're dominating. Like, what are their eight? overall win percentages? Um. um taking out the mirror. If you take out the mirror, it's just shy of sixty five percent for Drukari. And it's about a sixty-two for Admech. That's there's both toxic AF. Toxic yeah, is all, all get out. It's very it's pretty strong. Ridiculous. It and the was fact worse. Ne- there was a time when it was worse, but I was about to say neither of those have dipped under under sixty percent since they made it above it, have they? Um, yeah, like maybe there'd be a week where they were at like a fifty-eight, but like overall, we've not. I've not seen them drop below sixty since Codex. Ridiculous. Which yeah. tells you it's not just one build that people can meta against. It's not just nothing. It's systemic. No, it's it's bad. But you know what? Like it's getting better. And the fact that our A tier is the way it is, I think, is really, really important. Dude, our A tier is very healthy. Very healthy. I think and like so if I'm trying not to, like I, I I'm a lot more optimistic than I was. Um it's and when you look at like the overall tournament meta scene, there's enough stuff in top fours where it's not just oh yeah, Drew Car- like Yes, Drakari yeah. and Admech are still winning. Like they're so, still make up like sixty percent of our top whatevers. But like, there's when we differential when there. we didn't get the um the April FAQ, and then when we yeah. got the baby FAQ to hit Necron, so to hit Admech, I yeah. looked at the gap that the game was going to have to go through between then and the next significant change, which I assumed was going to be chapter approved or MFM. Um, yeah. and I looked at that gap, and I'm like, are we going to make it? Are we actually going to make it? Like Turn, to, to that gap with how toxic it was, and yeah, I think we do. I think we're doing good. I think we're fine. I think we're okay. I think, like, I think Grey Knights, definitely... Knights and Orcs was what yeah. we needed. They, we just needed that little, just a little check and a balance. They're not enough to to pull them straight back into line for those two bonkers factions, but they're enough that we're like, oh yeah, if we don't want to play those, we'll still we can still hang if we play these. Yeah, yeah, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, I, I would love to see like a a semi emergency FAQ come out just. To, yeah. to fix it before January. But if we have to wait till January, eh, you know, I'll just be bored for a little bit. Well, I don't, I'm barely playing the game. So, you know, I haven't played a game since June. I've been locked hey. down in yeah. Melbourne. So I, I'm sitting here stressing about a game that I'm not playing at the moment. I just get to analyze and, and deep dive. And hopefully that's made my analytical brain a little bit better because I, I, I pay attention more. I um, wish something would make my brain better. Holy. Yeah, well, you know, drug <laughs> but yeah that's that's the that's the thing i'm just going to run it down again from uh all the way from the bottom so at the bottom of our c tier we have imperial fists yeah. uh gene stiller cult astra yeah. militarum tau yeah. raven guard yeah. renegade knights and craft world elder sucks to be we you guys. have 
Yeah, it does. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, we have B tier, Blood Angels, Ultramarines, Tyranids, Necrons, Chaos Space Marines, Dark Angels, Salamanders, White Scars, Space Wolves, T Stuns, Custodes, Death Guard sitting at the B plus, Imperial mm-hmm. Knights mm-hmm. sitting at the B plus. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty healthy. Like, I mean, there's some factions in there that I think have legitimate top table play. Like, we know for a fact Space Wolves. Uh, well, sorry, doing the numbers this week for Thursday show, Space Wolves are on the up, man. Space Wolves have, have been the most numerous in representation Space Marine sub-faction. Yeah, for... but man, there are so many bad Space Wolf players. There's like three <laughs> good ones. You just can't just I can't just help stick it. a positive line. Adam, you just can't listen, not just give a little slap. At least now they've all figured out the list. Like I, I, It's very rare now that I have to look at a Space Wolf list that's 18 pages long, which tells like a, a, the, the full weird of some like Dreadnought. I don't have mm. to do that anymore, which is great. Um, I just have to type in like Born Heroes Whirlwind of Rage and keep moving. Uh, yeah. But um, it's still a, a high, like a high skill level uh, list to play. Like, having watched Jaime play it live, mm. the, the amount yeah. of effort he has to put in to make that list work. I mean, it's a beautiful thing when it works. Um, I don't know how John Kilcullen over in like Manitoba does it other than the fact that he's in Manitoba because that guy is an idiot. Uh, I really really (laughs) hope he listens because like he's a good guy and I just like to trash Uh, him. Uh, But I mean, seriously, like there's some uh, like we saw the Space Wolves win uh, GT here like literally this last weekend um, in um, in Manitoba. So yeah, of the um, so of the B tier factions that might get a little bit of a uh, an increase by the next time we do this. So we've got Warzone Octarius coming out. Which I'm assuming has some level of guard, tyranids, and or possibly custodes. Um, uh, no, it's a, a death watch, tyranids, and orcs. As far as I understand, for uh, rules. of course, yes, apologies. Yeah, um, I heard the tyranids rules are quite good, and the death watch ones are not terrible. I have not heard anything about the orc stuff, so maybe it's good. Also, maybe it doesn't. We ho- so most of us out here are crossing our fingers that that's where they put the horde rules for orcs, as they great. did with Terminus Est for Death Guard. They put the mm-hmm. horde rules for orcs in there, and so that would give orcs a huge lift and a huge, um, you know, modus operandi. But um, of the, the things that we expected, that I expect to see change by next one, I wouldn't be surprised if Space Wolves get a bit of a dip, get a jump up to to A tier. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if T Suns coalesce into, um, you know, a, an actual viable best build, and we see them in A tier. And yeah, the ones I mentioned, Tyranids very possibly sit the A tier next time, as well as, um, well, Death Watch is already up there. Uh, what was the other one you said? Orcs, of, of course, Orcs are already already A tier. Mm-hmm. Um, in the A tier, Templars literally, literally coming out this weekend or pre-release mm-hmm. this weekend, um, and they they look really good. They look really. Good. The yeah. only things that that remain to be seen for me is whether they have because they're an aggressive, obviously they're an aggressive marine build. Do they have an, enough jank in the melee phase now that they've had some changes? Mm-hmm. Like they don't mm-hmm. have devout push. I know for a fact the tenacious assault, the one that let that stops me from falling back, is uh, one CP on a four plus now rather than being on a two plus. So mm-hmm. it's a 50-50 to stop you falling back. And of course, yeah, the devout push it got significantly changed. And um, so I'm wondering if they have enough jank. To contest in the milling phase with things like um, uh, Drakari, things of like that ilk, and that's pretty much going to come down to at this point. You know, do they get like a, another double swing, or do they get some some fights first and some fights last applicable that they can jump around yeah. here, there, and everywhere? And if they do have enough of that, then they, they'll just be good, uh, absolutely, just be good. Um, do any others in the A tier you feel like we're going to see uh, drop up, drop down? I'm really just impressed. Chaos Demons are sitting in the A tier still. I thought they'd be like a B plus or a B. And Sisters is another one. Like Sisters, like you said, they're by numbers. By actual win percentage, they're a, a B tier faction, but T Whip is super strong, so they're sitting mm-hmm. at an A. Um, it's um, it's a thing where I would not be shocked if we say sisters are like a B plus next time. If um, 
But like the the frequency with which we do this, I'm hopeful that we will have had some kind of update. Um, we'll like we'll be getting in on a new Gene Steeler Cults and and Custodes book by then, so that might Ooh. change things up a lot because they're coming what January, uh, yeah, December, yeah, exactly. That. Yep. So anyway, um, no, yeah, no, I think I think most of the stuff demons could drop down. Um, that I wouldn't be surprised about. Like they're running there. I think they're running on fumes um, with the Bellacore stuff. Bellacore himself is fantastic. Oh, Although interestingly, like GW at their Warhammer world event um, uh, ruled against their own FAQ. So it'll be huh. cool to see if that gets FAQ'd again. Huh. Um, at Warhammer world, you were allowed to mix Marines and demons in a Bellacore detachment. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, I figured, you, I figured that was the whole reason they'd existed. Yeah. And then they said that it wasn't. Oh, yeah. You're like, what? You're like, huh? Yeah. I just <laughs> like, didn't think it sounds to me like they just didn't know how to write words, which has happened yeah. before. Anyway. Well, dude, that's gonna bring us to the end of the episode. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this and uh Peter's only insulted you several times, not not many mm. times. Yeah. Um and, and should just you the whole state of California, really. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and sh- the should you of desire to be to be taunted a second time, where can they find you? <laughs> Um, 40kstats.com is kind of where I am. Um, I try to do the adjacent show every Tuesday morning, um, bright and early, like 5 a.m. my time, where we irreverently talk about uh, shenanigans and bullshit, and then maybe for 20 minutes actually talk about 40k. Yep. Um, and um, that's really about it right now. Uh, maybe someday we'll do a 40k Stat Center episode again. I'm not <laughs> sure. Life is a hectic mess for me sometimes. Um, and uh, yeah. There you go. Well, dude, on that note, we will say goodnight. Peace out. We're going to record part two. Uh, we've got a huge swathe of listener questions, and uh, we're going to talk a bit more candidly about some of the factions in the game, um, their prospects, uh, the win-losses, and we're going to deep dive some of the more nuanced stats. So come over and join us over on theartofwar40k.com or over on uh, Art of War Down Under on Patreon. I hope to see you there. Peter, give us your most heart, hearty um, goodbye, whichever you want to be. I don't know. Say something. Bye-bye. There it is. All right. Thank you for listening to Art of War Down Under, a content review podcast for Warhammer 40K, hosted by Adam Camilleri, produced by Seamus Ronan. Enjoyed the show? Want your lists reviewed and the content you heard put into practice? Sign up to our Patreon and connect with us online or on Facebook. Just search for Art of War Down Under, signing out from tomorrow. Tomorrow.